Ode to Napoleon Bonaparte by George Gordon Lord Byron Read for LibriVox.org by Kalinda Ode to Napoleon Bonaparte Tis done. But yesterday a king, and armed with kings to strive, and now thou art a nameless thing, so abject, yet alive. Is this the man of thousand thrones who strewed our earth with hostile bones, and can he thus survive? Since he miscalled the morning star, nor man nor fiend hath fallen so far. Ill-minded man, why scourge thy kind who bowed so low the knee? By gazing on thyself grown blind, thou taughtest the rest to see. With might unquestioned, power to save, thine only gift hath been the grave, to those that worshipped thee. Nor till thy fall could mortals guess ambitions less than littleness. Thanks for that lesson. It will teach to after-warriors more than high philosophy can preach, and vainly preached before. That spell upon the minds of men breaks never to unite again, that led them to adore those pagged things of sabre sway with fronts of brass and feet of clay. The triumph and the vanity, the rapture of the strife, the earthquake voice of victory, to thee the breath of life, the sword, the scepter, and that sway which man seemed made but to obey, wherewith renown was rife, all quelled. Dark spirit, what must be the madness of thy memory? The desolator desolate, the victor overthrown, the arbiter of others' fate a suppliant for his own. Is it some yet imperial hope that with such change can calmly cope, or dread of death alone? To die a prince, or live a slave, thy choice is most ignobly brave. He who of old would rend the oak dreamed not of the rebound. Chained by the trunk, he vainly broke, alone. How looked he round? Thou, in the sternness of thy strength, an equal deed hast done at length, and darker fate hast found. He fell, the forest prowlers pray, but thou must eat thy heart away. The Roman, when his burning heart was slaked with blood of Rome, threw down the dagger, dared depart, in savage grandeur, home. He dared depart in utter scorn of men that such a yoke had borne, yet left him such a doom. His only glory was that hour of self-upheld, abandoned power. The Spaniard, when the lust of sway had lost its quickening spell, cast crowns for rosaries away, an empire for a cell. A strict accountant of his beads, a subtle disputant on creeds, his dotage trifled well. Yet better had he neither known a bigot's shrine nor despot's throne. But thou, from thy reluctant hand the thunderbolt is wrung, too late thou leav'st the high command to which thy weakness clung. All evil spirit as thou art, it is enough to grieve the heart to see thine own unstrung. To think that God's fair world hath been the footstool of a thing so mean, and earth hath spilt her blood for him who thus can hoard his own. And monarchs bowed the trembling limb and thanked him for a throne. Fair freedom we may hold thee dear when thus thy mightiest foes their fear in humblest guise have shown. Oh, ne'er may tyrant leave behind a brighter name to lure mankind. Thine evil deeds are writ in gore, nor written thus in vain. Thy triumphs tell of fame no more, or deepen every stain. If thou hadst died as honor dies, some new Napoleon might arise to shame the world again. 
but who would soar the solar height to set in such a starless night? Weighed in the balance, hero-dust is vile as vulgar clay. Thy scales, mortality, are just to all that pass away. But yet, methought the living great some higher sparks should animate to dazzle and dismay, nor deemed contempt could thus make mirth of these, the conquerors of the earth. And she, proud Austria's mournful flower, thy still imperial bride, how bears her breast the torturing hour? Still clings she to thy side? Must she too bend? Must she too share thy late repentance, long despair, thou throneless homicide? If still she loves thee, hoard that gem, tis worth thy vanished diadem. Then haste thee to thy sullen isle, and gaze upon the sea. That element may meet thy smile, it ne'er was ruled by thee or trace with thine all-idle hand in loitering mood upon the sand that earth is now as free, that Corinth's pedagogue hath now transferred his byword to thy brow. Thou Timur, in his captive's cage, what thought will there be thine, while brooding in thy prisoned rage? But one, the world was mine. Unless, like he of Babylon, all sense is with thy scepter gone, life will not long confine that spirit poured so widely forth, so long obeyed, so little worth. Or, like the thief of fire from heaven, wilt thou withstand the shock, and share with him the unforgiven, his vulture and his rock? Fordoomed by God, by man accursed, and that last act, though not thy worst, the very fiend's arch mock. He in his fall preserved his pride, and if a mortal, had as proudly died. There was a day, there was an hour, while earth was Gaul's, Gaul thine, when that immeasurable power, unsated to resign, had been an act of purer fame than gathers round Marengo's name, and gilded thy decline, through the long twilight of all time, despite some passing clouds of crime. But thou, forsooth, must be a king, and don the purple vest, as if that foolish robe could wing remembrance from thy breast. Where is that faded garment? Where the gugas thou wert fond to wear? The star, the string, the crest? Vain, froward child of empire, say, are all thy playthings snatched away? Where may the wearied eye repose when gazing on the great, where neither guilty glory glows nor despicable state? Yes, one, the first, the last, the best, the Cincinnatus of the West, whom envy dared not hate, bequeathed the name of Washington to make man blush there was but one. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.